G'day, everyone, and welcome to the Insight MBA Show. I'm your host, Matty G. You can find me at MBAGWiz, and you can find all things Insight Fantasy Sports at Insight F Sports. Make sure you like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star review, and of course, we're talking about it. The whole NBA world is talking about it. What is the impact of the Pacers and Raptors trades with one Pascal Siakam going from Toronto down to Indiana? All that and more is coming up for you right up after this. Welcome to the Ultimate Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Yes, indeed, you are. I think the biggest news that has happened today around the NBA. Well, there's been a few things and injury updates, and we'll get to all that and more across the course of the show. Has been the Pascal Siakam trade to the Indiana Pacers with Bruce Brown, Picks, and Jordan. Now we're going, well, of course, into Toronto. And one thing is for sure, there's someone going to be a lot happier, and that is one Pascal Siakam, who was unhappy with his role. So that leads our NBA up. Yeah, look, at the end of that, I've got a few thoughts on it, to be fair. And I think there's like pickups here and there to be made. And I think the one thing is this, is we're going to see a much engaged Pascal Siakam than he was on the Toronto Raptors this season. To be fair, Pascal has been very good of late. Well, we can't disparage Pascal Siakam so much and be like, oh, he's been a disappointment. The guy has been pretty good. Yeah, he's been pretty good this season. He's not going to be probably as good or just as good. The status quo is going to continue for him. But I think the big impact we need to talk about here is what happens now with the Indiana Pacers. And big news there as well, Tyrese Halliburton, who was going to be out for over two weeks, is questionable tomorrow. That's pretty impressive from a grade one sprain. So we need to take that into consideration as well, that one of the best playmakers now gets to link up with Pascal Siakam. Pascal has been very, very good. And had been a loyal and humble servant for the Toronto Raptors. But we all know that means jack shit when you're chasing an NBA championship or in the midst of a rebuild. And one of the big reasons why the Sacramento Kings trade didn't happen was Pascal was basically said he wouldn't go there and sign next year. Which leads me to think that this trade has played out for everyone involved just the way it was meant to, with Pascal Siakam probably re-signing to be with the Indiana Pacers next year as well. And that's the big thing that I take into consideration here is that the Indiana Pacers have some more flex, like some more cap flexibility. It's really hard to have three stars and they've committed money here and there, but I, I don't think even the Pacers could maybe be done right now to make sure that they could retain the services if this goes well with Pascal Siakam. But because of the contracts they've got around in play right now, they can actually offer Pascal probably more money and more something which is in line with where he was. So I think we need to look at it from that perspective. Look, for the whole season, Pascal has been around the top 80th value. I think it's really interesting as well, though. Then when we look at Bruce Brown going to Toronto, like what's the impact there? I think he starts. But I'm kind of in a wait and see process because he hasn't been as advertised all season. He's been better, and we can say that about him. He's been better the last couple of games in the last few games with Tyrese Halliburton being out, as he should be. But this is a guy who I, I saw as a Swiss army knife, and I really wanted that. I think the one guy who gets a bit of a bump right now is, is definitely Buddy Heald in the team. I think he gets a slight bump. I think he's going to see some more minutes with Bruce Brown being out. But this has been a team by committee this year with the Indiana Pacers, which is the most intriguing thing for me. 
because the biggest losers, I think, is probably the more glaring thing here. The power forward rotation is now set in Indiana. It's been interchanged all season long. It's been Obi Toppin, who I had high hopes for, being signed to go there and having good chemistry and a relationship with Tyrese Halliburton. That hasn't panned out the whole time. Then Jalen Smith is the starting power forward. Oh, no, no. Now it's going to be Isaiah Jackson. It's been in this rotation. Well, the rotation is now dead. And I think the cream of the crop is going to come there. I, I can't see Rick Carlisle still playing these other three power forwards and Pascal starting. Like the rotation would be clinic, like critically deep. They've got a really deep team, the Pacers. Like this is them pushing to be better than what they were. And the Pacers undoubtedly will be with this because they already had guards. They had Buddy Heald in the wings. Do they trade him? Do they not now? I'm not so sure because he was pushing for a trade. There was talks that he was going to be traded for the season. Then they committed to Buddy Heald. So let's just keep our eyes on that whole Buddy Heald situation. I think that's the really important thing we need to take away from this one. There's no real move here with Jordan Naura. I think our guards can get more of like, do Gary Trent Jr.'s even get a bit of a bump? I'm not so sure that he does. I think Emmanuel quickly and RJ Barrett continue to be great. I think Scotty Barnes definitely now seems to be the big horse in town as he has been all season long. And Scotty Barnes is just has been the number one option in Toronto. Bounce back Barnesy has been in full effect for the entire NBA season. And I think that's going to continue out there. My, that's my really initial thoughts. I think Pascal, RJ, Emmanuel, all these guys have like, had fresh starts are going to continue to do well. And they've all fitted recently. OG Ananobi in New York has fitted well in his new situation. I think all of these guys have been maybe not continually unhappy in their situations, but they just wanted better ones. And they've all stepped into that one. Again, the losers there are that, but I'm, I'm, I am concerned for Bruce Brown. If you are a Bruce Brown person right now, you're like, what do I do? What do I do? Like, do I drop him? Do, do I say, no, you just wait and see. You, you just wait and see what happens. I think definitely a stream target for the next couple of games is Buddy Heald, Benedict Matherin, Aaron Naismith. These guys are going to get above, especially with the back-to-back on the Thursday and Friday. The Pacers play the Thursday and Friday back-to-back, so you can get some value out of these guys because I don't necessarily know that the fresh guys coming into town are playing basketball there within 48 hours. I don't know if we see Pascal suit up. If we do, amazing. Looking forward to seeing it. But especially with Tyrese being questionable for this first game, look, maybe he rests for that and then he plays the next game when they're back so they can get some chemistry happening together. That makes that a really interesting shout for the Pacers. And these guys could possibly, could they push to be the East best team? Look, it's quite possible. Like they've got the length now. Pascal up against Giannis, if you think about the Bucks. Turner against Lopez, Dame versus Tyrese, and supporting cast against them. The Celtics are still a problem. They've got talent across the floor, but the Pacers, they've got some length and they can roll out some guys. Like, I think the Pacers have got a lot better, and I think this actually pushes them. So we thought, what team was – this was a question a couple of weeks ago. What teams can make a push to push themselves into contention? And we asked this on the crossover pod, and I said, Indiana? Maybe if they get a Pascal Siakam. Well, now I see it. Like maybe I'm underselling the 76ers a little bit. They've been very good. They're the second best team in the East. They've been very a third best team in the East behind the Milwaukee Bucks. But I think those three teams are very good. But I do see the paces right there with them. 
the Cavs have been good, but we haven't seen them in full effect for a while. They're, they can be an upstarting team, but we see that they struggle with size. So I think that like the Pacers could clip them there. The Knicks and Miami are just above them on one game right now. This is going to be a really fun Eastern Conference because then you look down the wins. Between fourth place on 24 with Cleveland, all the way down to 22 with the Orlando Magic, these teams have a couple wins and losses. And this is where we continue to just keep our eyes on fantasy prizes and fantasy players who are coming into it. Look at Orlando. Wendell Carter Jr., he's on the rise of being snapped up in leagues. He's starting to get someone wins. Markel Fultz is back. Is he someone we've got to watch now? Absolutely. He's an ad in 12-team leagues if you've got a spot available. 14 teams leagues, definitely. If there is any 14 team league out there right now that has Mark Helfultz available, he is available in 47% of Yahoo leagues. He was last week available in 13% of ESPN. They don't update as really, but Mark Helfultz is widely available. So if you look at the Eastern Conference and these teams that have these guys, Jimmy Butler's coming back. There's going to be probably Duncan Robinson as the stream target there, and Haysmith and these other guys. New York Knicks, well, with Brunson. Old Bridey is going to be out of the rotation. He's going to be playing them. Darius Garland's going to be back probably in week 14. That's good for the Cavs. Donovan Mitchell, does he take a slight hit? Not really. He's been still first round pretty much all season long. You just keep your eye on these situations. But then we go down to Toronto, who was 16 and 25. Do they fight for the playing tournament spot? Because you've got to look at these teams. At 17 and 23 is the Atlanta Hawks. What goes on there? Jalen Johnson's been a revelation with that team this season, but I don't know what else we can glean from them. Anyeka Okongwu, the omelette, he definitely makes a bounce back, and he basically gets more value than what will you draft him at the beginning of the season if Clint Capella is traded. Now, they've been sharing the court for a while there, but he's starting to string together those that games that get your attention or get him picked up for a couple then and then dropped on the waiver wire. DeAndre Hunt should be coming back soon. What's the impact there on Sadiq Pay? This is the stuff of fantasy we want to be keeping our eyes on right now around trade time, especially with all these talks. Levine and Chicago, I think will be Levine and Chicago. I do not know a team that is going to pay that much money to get Zach Levine in it now at this point. The talks are officially dead, apparently, with the Lakers as of today, and they've announced they're chasing for a point guard, including Colin Sexton getting teed up in, in the Cavs uniform with like former Cleveland humans, Colin Sexton and LeBron James, but also Tyus Jones from Washington because they've been absolutely putrid this season. That would be absolutely like Tyus Jones, a, a, a no turnover point guard. Go to, does he get more of a bump? I don't think so. Not what we saw him with the Wizards when we thought he was going to be the starting point guard, but he hasn't delivered because they've been atrocious. We need to start to glean this information all that we can from the fantasy season. And right now, our lenses are on it. So the big things here is like the impacts of the trades. So again, if you're holding anyone like an Obi Toppin, an Isaiah Jackson, or a Jalen Smith, you just drop them out and you find someone better because they are going to be impact. And two of those guys absolutely have to lose minutes immediately. The second Pascal starts playing, two of them, because you can't have a four. I mean, unless they like Miles Turner, like I don't, I don't get it. They're going to have one of these guys is going to have like Isaiah Jackson will be playing the backup minutes there, hundred percent for Turner, Toppin the backup minutes for Pascal, Jalen Smith takes the hit, or some nights Jalen Smith gets the run. 
and Obi Toppin doesn't. So in 14 teams, you need to be looking for who is the hottest stream target. So let's tag dig into this one. Let's have a look at who are the hottest pickup guys right now across the waiver wire. Pull over by this hot guy and let me out. Yeah, transaction trends in Yahoo since the drop of the brand new day have been as 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 advertised and acquired. Gary Trent Jr. has been the biggest one here with the trade um, coming across. Now, Gary Trent Jr. has been added already, and this is a short time. I'm doing this at 9.45 p.m. on a Thursday night. So end of Wednesday, a brand new day over there in ESP, sorry, in Yahoo and ESPN leagues. Gary Trent, off his eight massive threes game, has been the most added player in fantasy basketball already. Marvin Bagley, the third, has been now in Washington. And this is the interesting thing for Marvin Bagley, serving as a backup here possibly to Daniel Gafford. They have another big body, so he's set to make his debut on Thursday after being acquired in Washington. Wendell Carter Jr. has started to be added in more leagues. He's done a couple of really nifty lines. Six from seven, three from four, three threes, 18 points, five rebounds, two assists, two steals, and a block shot in 24 minutes. The minutes are starting to ramp up there for Wendell Carter Jr. We want to keep our eyes on this because he was also a name that was thrown around in trade rumors. So is this someone that the Atlanta, sorry, that the Orlando Magic are shopping and he's just getting this extra run right now in the trade because they've been very happy and they were doing very well with Goga and Mo Wagner. And France has been out of the team. Fultz is coming back in. Is this showcasing Wendell Carter Jr.? For now, we can make a speculative ad and, and add Wendell Carter Jr. as much as we want. Go nuts. But he might not be in this team in a couple of weeks' time past the trade deadline. He could be somewhere else. But in this 24 minutes to go six from seven from the four, three from four, that's an aggressive Wendell Carter Jr. And we weren't seeing this kind of level of aggression from him. Maybe he's just eating on bench mobs to be honest, but this was a really good shout for Wendell Carter Jr. And we love to see that from him, but that was a really impressive line. 18 points, five rebounds, two assists, and two steals. You love to see it from him. Good game from Wendell Carter Jr. Like that is huge. Oh yeah, just massive stuff from Wendell Carter. And the threes as well for him. We love to see it. Mason Plumley has been an ad. 1,700 times he has gone up 11% in the last day in the Clippers situation because Zubach is going to be out for about four weeks. So he has been the number one ad. Daniel Tice has also been an ad here, but just be conscious of the fact that you might get a really sexy and gouty field goal percentage line here from Mason Plumley. You might. He does that, but he will absolutely sabotage your free throw percentage. So if you're in a free throw punt build, yeah, he fits your profile for now, and he got the minutes. We were all wondering what was going to happen. He rolled out there for 28 minutes, but Daniel Tice played serviceable backup minutes there. Uh, Santi Aldama has also been a great add on the back of his three from six game, four from five from deep, 11.6 rebounds, one assist, and three block shots from Santi Aldama. The 17 minutes that he did that in, though, was quite impressive for Santi to be able to do that. So we're looking at these ads if we're doing that, we're doing a bit of a preview from what's going to come up for our next couple of days as well and target some guys in here on our game preview. He's heating up. Yeah, on Thursday, we have five games in the NBA, Friday 8 and Saturday 8. So our Thursday preview, we're looking at guys that we can pick up for a back-to-back -back set if possible. And the only team that has the Thursday and the Friday back-to-back -back here are the Indiana Pacers. 
rolling into the Friday and the Saturday back-to-backs for the weekend, and two eight-game days here as well. So Friday and Saturday both have eight games on. Now, with those eight-game days, we want to see only where we have availability and try and target a position in our rosters that is free both days. Do you have a guard spot free both days? Do you have a forward position both days? You want to make the most of that ad because if you can get one guy into or by random chance, if you have a guard spot available for two games on your, let's say, Friday and Saturday, and from the Hawks, the Hornets, the Sixers, and the Spurs, like we said on the Friday and the Saturday, Friday, Saturday, we choose one of those four teams. So let's say in the 76ers, Pat Beverly as a point guard, and you, have, and you need some extra guards. That's all Trey Jones is about for the Spurs. I would say take Trey Jones over Pat Beverly in an absolute heartbeat. For the Hornets, Nick Richards on the waiver wire. If you need a center, you continue to ride him. From the Hawks, Anyoka Okongwu is doing well. Sadiq Bay has been picked up and dropped all around the place there. People are getting minutes left, right, and center with those blokes. You never know what to trust and what not to. But look, they seem to be settling into some more rotations in Atlanta, and they got a really nice win today. So obviously, we're looking at Bogdan Bogdanovich as well gone there. But Okongwu, in his 27th, 15 and 9 in a block, I love that from him. Garrison Matthews is the only other guy. Cool. So what do you do here? Okay, best option for me right now is probably your Sohan, especially Sohan. He's a really interesting play with point guard eligibility and power forward eligibility. So you could roll for Friday and Saturday. On Thursday, you could pick up a pacer. Let's say Buddy Hield's still around. And Buddy Hield's been around in a lot of waiver wires. And I think he is a must add for this back-to-back set. So absolutely looking to target Buddy Hield. Cool. Grab Buddy Hield with your first preference. Bring him in. Stream some of that. Aaron Naismith is another good shout in here. Benedict Matherin is a shout in here. And I think in the interim as well, this is where I said earlier they're going to take a ding, but Obi Toppin and Isaiah Jackson and Jalen Smith, while Pascal's out of the lineup, will still continue to see work and minutes on the court for the Pacers. So we can use these guys. And this is really interesting. Do they rush them into the team? Do they rush Pascal in? Not so sure that they do. Cool. Use one of these other guys. Cool. Get the guard. If you can get Buddy Heald, get him in there for your two guard spots. But then say Friday, do you have any back-to-backs there available? Maybe you need a center. Maybe you need a power forward. Cool. Get in a Nick Richards. Get in someone like a Paul Reed. Get in your Aneka Okongwu in that center spot. Get these guys in to fill that spot for you. In the Spurs, probably the power forward spot. If there's a power forward, you're looking for Sohan or Trey Jones. These are the guys look at Malachi Branham's getting minutes. There's another guard option out there for them getting back-to-backs. This is what you want to look at for these Friday to Saturday games. And that's how you maximize between those two sessions there. What we're looking to do in the chase down is make the most of our ads and look what our transaction trends are doing as well. Again, the Raptors don't have any of these back-to-backs. So you can stream in guys like Gary Trent Jr. really, really well but maybe for something else because maybe you want a sexy rocket for the weekend or maybe you want a sexy wizard. If there is such a thing, it's probably a sexy wizard. There's probably definitely a sexy wizard, but the Saturday, Sunday back-to-backs, we move into the rockets and the wizards there. So we're looking to target those. So we're pulling and pinching our players left, right, and center, especially with those transaction trends. Tomorrow, let's have a look at the games that are coming up our way on the slate with the preview as well. And this bit as well is brought to you by our good friends at Bonus Bank. Our bonus bank friends are the guys who can give you the best return on your punts. They know all the promotions that are going across all of the different betting sites. If you want to make the most of that, put extra money into your pocket, well, 
sign up for bonus bank. And if you use promo code insight, you get 25% off your first month subscription for their premium services to get all of the videos to teach you how to make the most of all your punting. Make sure you check out our friends bonus bank online. Looking at the games ahead for tomorrow, we only have, I said, as the five, we've got the Bulls versus the Raptors. I'm going to give the Raptors a nod here. This is where Gary Trent is going to get the, the, the keys to the kingdom. If, if you need three points, if you need threes in your team, you just you bring Gary Trent Jr. in for a day. He is going to have an absolute field day shooting. He is going to have gloves off shooting all the points in the world here because we know that, I mean, Dennis Schroeder is on a lot of on a lot of like benches right now and, and available in more leagues. We can pull in some guy like him. In the in the balls, we're looking to pull in someone like an Alex Caruso if we need some more defensive stats. For the Knicks, they had another win today back-to-back. I'm curious to see if they play Brunson tomorrow or the rollout right again on the back-to-back set, just as Brunson has come back in from his injury. The Wizards continue to be atrocious. Denny Advia continues to be a really nice streaming target at times here. For the Jazz game and the Thunder, the Jazz obviously had their postponement today. I'll talk about that at the end of the pod. Uh, their game versus the Golden State Warriors postponed today. Uh, the Thunder are playing them tomorrow, so they're rested up. Lou Dort is a stream option here. He has been great off the bench with Kaysen Wallace possibly being a guy that we look for, or Isaiah Joe as well for threes and three-point percentage. With the Pacers and the Kings, for the Kings, it's Oida and Malik Monk and Trey Lyles, as it always is with these guys. That's where the line share of minutes are going. And for the Indiana Pacers, my number one ad is Buddy Hield. And Buddy Hield is available in your leagues. You go out and grab him, and you grab Aaron Naismith as well. On our final game of the day, we have the Timberwolves and the Grizzlies. Everyone's absolutely hottest guy as well. I'll, I'll play the sound. Oh, this hot, one. Hot, 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 hot. Yeah, GG Jackson, the second, not the first coming, but the second coming of GG Jackson has been one of the hottest ads in fantasy. Tillman also has been, Xavier has been doing great. Just buy beware on him because everyone was going, oh, he's so great, he's so great. They without think they thought just randomly the guy could hit like 800 from the free throw line and then everyone was whinging about his free throw percentage. So again, in a punt free throw build, this is a guy who does that. Or if you have someone who gets high, high volume of free throws and you can take a slight ding on it, it's probably more acceptable. You're probably looking better at a Xavier Tillman for your free throw percentage, to be fair, than you are for a guy like Mason Plumley, who will pretty much, I don't know if you know if he knows how to, I, I would actually like to see him go underarm. Like I'd like to see him try the wilt. Like I'd like to see him just toss it up there at some point. Probably higher percentage of chance of what I see of a free throw going out of him. And I love that he, works on it as well. But yeah, look for the Kings. We're looking for those guys. Uh, like I said, we're looking for our trailers, Harrison Barnes, Kevin Hoyter, Malik Monk uh, to bring us some return. And for the Grizzlies, look, Santi Aldama and Gigi Jackson have been the main guy and the main beneficiaries right now as well. Jacob Gilead doesn't seem to be firing on all cylinders for them. And the Timberwolves, look, Nas Reed off the bench for them has always been a consistent force we can bring into our things. But I think the hottest ads for the day for me, Definitely in the state of flux as we're looking for the Raptors to get some value for threes. Pretty much just threes and points out of Gary Trent Jr. I think my absolute ad of the day. Look, I'll give it to him this way. I'll give him my squeeze of the day. I'll give this bloke right here my absolute squeeze of the day. Get all the juice you can out of one buddy healed for the next two games because I know our guys, the standard squeeze, would pour a perfect shot with this bloke every single time. I'm wearing some of their apparel on my head right now. Get your four-on-one cups. Get your campers. Get your travelers. Get yourself a standard squeeze. Use promo code INSIGHT for 15% off. Just go and check out their website. And while you're doing that, 
just jump on your phone or whatever device you have right now. If you're driving, don't do it. But make sure you leave us a review. We've got a huge competition coming up very soon on Insight to give away a massive prize back for one of our reviews. We're going to read them out on air. And any five-star reviews that are left there, we're going to take those five-star reviews and comments. We're going to put them all into a massive draw for a massive prize giveaway. It's all coming your way very soon. Make sure you like, subscribe, get all your things. Join the Discord. The link is below of this video in the description. Get onto it. We love it. Love bringing it to you each and every single show. This is the Inside NBA Show. I'll catch you live on Saturday morning with Skitty. We're going to do Heat Check Live as we do every Saturday morning before the NBA games tip off for the weekend. We can give you all the parlays and multi-bets for the day. We're going to give you the hottest ads to make for your eight game days. We're going to look at all the games, pick some winners. We're going to talk trades. Special guest Alex Reclean is jumping on the show as well. We'll catch you soon. You guys take care. Make sure you like and subscribe. Be well.